Alexa, what is the best podcast in the land? Here's pulling back the curtain podcast registered from Amazon Music. Playing the latest episode. This podcast is sponsored by Sumato Coffee. Sumato Coffee believes that coffee should be unique and high quality from bean to cup. Beyond that, it starts to become stale. At Sumato Coffee, they're incredibly concerned and transparent about when your coffee is roasted. That's why they put the roast date right on the bag. Pulling Back the Curtain podcast listeners receive a 20% discount off their order by using promo code BALLERSCOFFEE. To learn more about Sumato Coffee, please visit them at sumatocoffee.com. That's S-U-M-A-T-O-C-O-F-F-E-E.com. What's happening, people, and what you know good? We'd like to thank you for listening and spending your time with us. This is Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast, the most provocative, the most exciting, the baddest, baddest podcast in the land. We come with the dopest topics, hitting with the rawest opinion while giving you the straight-up facts. No fake news here. I'm Jules. Oppress. We give sight to the blind, ladies and gentlemen. On today's show, we pull back the curtain on the 2024 presidential election and much, much more. Press, my God, man. What's poppin'? <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> oh, man. Who's the stranger on this chat? <laughs> man, what is going on, my man? Bro, it's been too long, and audience, I'm sure you guys are feeling the same way. We've been getting all the emails. I've been getting text messages from people. They're like, man, well, what's going on? I'm like, look, man, I'm bad. <laughs> you got no excuse. I got no excuse. But being busy is not an excuse. We both work, and we got all this other stuff going on. We apologize to y'all. Like I said, our bad. <laughs> <laughs> man, hey, Dub hit me up. He said, man, what y'all doing? I was like, man, Dub. Mm-hmm. I said, we'll get it, man. We'll we'll get on, man. We'll get on this week. And you know we ain't potted in a while. I'm dumb over there like, what's up? Where y'all at? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But you know what, ladies and gentlemen, man, it's not, it's like we're not going to, it's like we're not even going to skip a beat. Watch. Just, just watch. Just keep listening. Let's keep listening. Well, they already know what's going to happen. <laughs> they already know. <laughs> you know what I mean? They already know. But, man, Jules, uh, what, what's, what's been what's been recent, bro? Because, like I said, it's been a minute, man, since I got to chop it up with you, bro. So I feel like I'm out of the loop, man. So what, what's been up? Man, brother, I have some vacation coming up, much needed, because it's just been crazy. You know, we had the – wild out there. Mm-hmm. Man, just been working. Chris, you know how it is. Just been working out. Working overtime and days off, and you know we got the new superintendent in the in the seat now. He's promised on focusing on uh, the troops for us on mental health and getting days off to spend time with family, yeah. and that's good, you know. So, man, brother, just brother, just working, man. Nothing too much, you know. Of course, the honey do list. <laughs> that shit never stops. <laughs> the honey do list. You know what? My sub pump has been messing with me. So we had uh, the plumber out here, and you know, he talking about the catch basin and new pipes, and then I'm just like, oh, look like I'm look like I won't be getting no days off soon. <laughs> so, <laughs> we was just talking about mental health shit. Uh, plumber fucking your mental health up because you all you looking at is fucking dollar signs. Like, okay, this is gonna be expensive. Okay, great. Yeah. But brother, that's a man. Such a I man. Life. That's about it, man. That's about it. I've been, you know, wife and I've been out to the lake house. Uh, actually, once, once a couple weeks ago, just for the weekend, so I can go out there and do some cut some grass. <laughs> man, you still ain't paying nobody to cut that grass. <laughs> nah. 
<laughs> you know what? <laughs> hey, I took a I took a uh I took a page out of uh Doug's book, man. In one episode, I was listening to your guys. You guys and Doug was like, he was so frustrated, he went out there and cut the grass, man. Yeah, that, that was uh that's what the bears do to you, man. <laughs> Doug was so pissed off. <laughs> this man was like, and I, I ain't gonna lie to you, his grass did need to be cut. And um uh, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, that shit was fucked up. So thank God the Bears did something. Duh, my bad. I love you, bro. But that grass is a little unruly, bro. <laughs> man. But hey, you know what, Press? That's that's all. That's it on my end. But man, brother, what's going on with you? I know we haven't rap, but hey, man, I'm always thinking about you. Just to let you know, you know that already. But hey, oh, of course, of course. Know. But that means shit, man. You you know how it is with us, bro. Like mm-hmm. we talked about it before. Back in the day, man, we you and I, we went a couple years, man, without rapping. And I remember when we got back together, it was like psh, like nothing, man. And that's what I always say on this show. I gotta be in this man's face every other day. You're like, listen, I know what it is. This is my brother. You know, and so mm-hmm. it is what it is, man. We we you know what I'm saying? I, I just feel like I, on my end, I've let my busy schedule getting away of the show and you know Jules I'll let you speak for yourself on that but we just gotta do a better job of just coordinating schedules and just making sure man we getting this show out to you guys on a weekly basis because we know that you guys support what we do here and we don't want to take that for granted by not being consistent so yes, you have my word on that but man as far as me and this guy's concerned man bro 100 grand Jules it's been busy as fuck but again audience that is no excuse because it don't matter where I'm at I could be in Zimbabwe. <laughs> I need to be fucking doing this show because, like I said, man, that's how important this show is to me. Mm-hmm. And when I'm looking through the emails of people like, man, where y'all at? Or, uh, did I miss something? Are you guys on break? And I'm like, no, nah, you ain't missed nothing. <laughs> it's our fault. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, it's bittersweet, man, because people that, you know, let you know that, man, people really in tune about the the topics we talking about and what we're talking yep. about and our opinions and thoughts and and it, it's good to hear when people when people miss you you know what I'm saying? that is way. a good point Jules that's a good point because you don't normally hear that right because a lot of times people don't take the time to really let you know what they think about you right well mm-hmm. they usually do it when you get married and when you die and the latter part you ain't here to you know to get your right. flowers so. Mm-hmm. I do agree with you. That is bittersweet, right? Because when you read through it, it's humbling. It's like, oh man, y'all missed us. But then on the on the second part of it, you're like, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, one of our listeners, Gladys, she was like, uh, y'all better stop playing and give me my episode. So, Miss Gladys, Uh-oh. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm definitely sorry. No, Gladys sounds like she uh, <laughs> she sounds like she old school boy. Until you go get that switch. Yeah, right. She was like, no, y'all better stop playing. She's like, she said, she she had me rolling. She said, I kept hitting refresh on Spotify. She's like, I thought something wrong with Spotify. Oh, damn. She said, no, it was y'all. I was like, yeah, it was us. <laughs> hey, man, but you got, we got your people. We got y'all. We got y'all. Nah, we back. We back up in here, man. Before mm-hmm. we get into the nuts and bolts of this show, Jules, man, I just got to... Take a moment, because I feel like it just wouldn't feel right if we talk about anything other to kick off this show than the unrest that's mm. going on over in Israel. Mm. My God. Chris, I, uh, I don't know what the hell I was at, but I have got word about what happened. And, you know, you unfortunately, you see it on the news, CNN, whatever news outlet you listen to, you watching, 
the carnage, mm. the the destruction, the killing. The, I'm like, what in the praise? We wasn't around with World War One and two and mm -hmm. these other wars. I mean, the, the Persian Gulf and you know, storm, uh, storm desert, yeah, but. We we wasn't around when when, when war was going at it and, and, and st stuff like this, man. It hurts my heart. It's saddened because it's like you had, I mean, babies. I mean, mm -hmm. they talk about women and, 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 and grandparents. It stems back to centuries. I mean, yeah, I mean, this, I, I mean, this thing is deep. Down the beginning of the time, yeah. Right. This thing is deep. But the Palestinians feel that that. That land, Gaza, is theirs, but you know, Israel have control of it, military control, and, and, and this, and the, and the Hamas took took over the, you know, invaded. And I, listen, war. We we seen, uh, you know, we ha in history that we have this. There's right. killings, there's wars, stuff like. I I just I just hate to. I mean, just actually to look at this, and hear about it. And over a thousand people dead. You have Americans over there dead. There's an officer from Chicago. I forgot his last name. Forgive me, brother. But ten of his family members are are, are dead. They was killed for for land. It's just, I it is present. Just sad. It, it just it just hurt my heart. I mean, like you said, man, this has been going on between these two factions uh, mm -hmm. for centuries. For centuries. And it's just one of those situations where I'm looking at this, like you mentioned about the women and children. I mean, over 1,200 dead, probably more than that at this point. Yeah. But just that 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 cowardly attack that they did, man. Like, when I heard that, I'm like, are you serious? That's what y'all want? Right. I just don't, I guess I just don't understand because, like, I'm not an evil person. Well, not mm -hmm. to that degree. I do have evil in me, but not that I would take somebody's life like that. Mm -hmm. I don't get people that are okay with something like that. I I don't get people that are okay with giving an order. Yeah, we're gonna go ahead and do this attack. It's like what? No, we ain't gonna do that. <laughs> There's got to be another way. Yeah, right. Can can we come to to a, to a table? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right. Thank God, man. Yeah, it's, that's the way I'm looking at it. I'm like, look, man, we, we have been at this for a long time now. <laughs> right. We we not seeing eye to eye on this thing, and I we probably never will. But man, like, how much blood shit gotta? I mean, how much blood gotta be shed, man, before we start to realize that like this ain't it? No, no. You, 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 I mean, there's death and carnage on both sides. Because now the Israelis, they they're bombing the hell out of cars. Well, I mean, they ain't playing. Well, they, they, I mean, when they declare war, they weren't playing. Because uh -uh. innocent innocent people are dying on both sides, right? And then now, Prez, I don't know if you have seen or heard, but you actually have people here in America protesting, actually rooting this stuff on. Yeah, I saw that, and I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Not to get graphic on this show, but they talking about decapitating babies' heads. Why are we celebrating this? That's the part I'm like. Wait, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait a minute. What kind of society? What kind of what kind of human beings are, are we becoming here? 
And I've been saying this shit for the last couple of years, Jules. I don't know what the hell's going on in our society. Right? We so damn lost. I mean, you have Congress, pe Congress people, you know, displaying Palestinian flags and Israeli, Israeli flags and stuff. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. Time out. People don't want to denounce what, what the Hamas is doing. Some people are saying, well, the Hamas is not a terrorist group. Some people are saying they are a terrorist group. It depends what side you're on. And it's like, wait a minute. You're a freaking terrorist or monster if you're going around killing babies. Yeah, exactly. But then some people will say, though, Jules, what makes what they did any different than any U.S. president that has declared war on a country and they've had to do attacks like that and have bombed True. people? Yeah. So I think we got to look at it from that standpoint. But what I didn't like about this whole situation is, to the point that I made earlier, what caused it to escalate to this point where you guys did that bitch-ass attack like that? That's my point. Yeah. Because what you have with Israel right now is they're retaliating because you guys came there and, right. and disrespected their land. They're taking hostages and shit. I'm like, man, this thing is so unstable. And, and you know, it's, it's interesting. There's a player that used to play for Northwestern, Veronica Burton. She's in the WNBA now, and she signed a deal to play in Tel Aviv. And I was covering a, a, a Big Ten media day in Minneapolis this week, and the Northwestern coach, before he even got into his remarks, had to tell everybody that he heard from her and that she's safe. Okay. And I'm like, damn, that's the type of world that we're in right now where people are trying to, like <laughs> – Go make a living. And because of the craziness that's going on in the world, sometimes you get pulled into shit that you ain't got nothing to do with. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. And anybody that can sit here and stand with what took place, man, you need to look at yourself in the mirror and just <laughs> really do some hard inventory. Because I'm like, man, ain't nothing about what they did makes me support them. No. No. No, man. And think about the hundreds of thousands of people that are displaced, got nowhere to go. Food. We we it's like, damn, this is so fucked up. You got people out here celebrating and and thinking the shit's cute and it's funny. What would you do if that shit happened to you? Right. Or any people or anybody that you love. See, people don't think about that shit, Jules. They just be so selfish looking at things from a hundred thousand viewpoint. But wait till that shit hit home. Then we'll see what the hell you be protesting and running your damn yeah. mouth about. No, you're right. You're right. You know, we just pray for it. I mean, just on both ends. Everybody on both ends. I mean, it's enough's enough. You know, we'll figure this thing out. This is unprecedented. And that's why I wanted to make sure that we kind of focused in on that. Mm -hmm. Now, this has happened in the past to a small degree where that terrorist group would come in and they may take some hostages. But it was never anything against women and children and the elderly. So that's why this thing hits a little deeper because it's like these motherfuckers, they just went scorched earth. And that's why you got Israel so pissed off right now. It's like, wait, y'all did this shit in the middle of the night, this sneak attack, mm -hmm. and just fucking just decimated our shit. Mm -hmm. Man, I'm praying for those folks over there, man. This is, man, this can't be easy. I'm looking at the videos, Jules, and I'm like, God, man. No, you know, and not enough people are talking about this. This is my thing. Not enough people are talking about this. Mm -hmm. We got everybody in the world over here running their mouth to me about Taylor Swift dating Travis Kelsey. I don't give a fuck her. Oh my god! Oh my god! 
Prez, real quick. My, you know, we we was over uh, over at the house because you know uh, Dad's birthday yep. was on the fifth, and we was watching a game over at the house. And <laughs> he brought up. He said, "What's going on with football? Why do they keep focusing on Taylor Swift?" <laughs> You know how dead can get. And I was like, yeah, I'm tired of it myself. Every time, you know, they play, they focus, they they zoom in on him and they zoom in on her and cheering and all that stuff. And he's looking at it, giving her googie eyes and stuff. Like, what is this? Listen, man, like, I, I just want to see a football game. That's all I, that's all I care about. And, and, and no disrespect to Taylor Swift. She's a great, you know, and what she does and, mm-hmm. and, and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. But it's overshadowing the sport right now. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Lord. Yeah, it's I can't wait till he breaks up with you and breaks your heart, and you have to go make some music about being sad and having a broken heart. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's a little much. If you want to zoom in, it's nothing wrong. Hey, guess who's in the house tonight, Taylor Swift? Cool. Boom. All right. Switch back to, you know, stuff that like they normally do, Chris. They'll they'll focus on the entertainer or actress or actor who's in the, uh, in the stadium or whatever. And, okay, and that's it. But they kept going to it. But I'll tell you one thing, it's boosting uh Travis Kelsey uh jersey sales. I heard that thing went through the roof when you know to find out it was dating. His jersey sales, his podcast, <laughs> anything Travis Kelsey related because of Taylor Swift is going man. up. Man. I like, man, I need to jump in them DMs and see if you can help <laughs> pull them back the curtain, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, hey, I'm gonna have to holler. Mm-hmm. Like, I know you rich and all that, Travis. You know what I'm saying? You know, but he can't do it like Prez. No, no. <laughs> I, might have to t- I might have to take one for pulling back the curtain, man. I got, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> We've been gone for a month. We might need the Tay effect. Okay. I'm coming for you, Tay. Damn. <laughs> but, Jules, it's, it's interesting that you said that, right? So it's like, okay, that's been, like, taking up all the attention right now. Dion and what's going on in Colorado, man. People oh, continue man. to come after Dion. Now I know you're a big Dion Sanders fan. You and I used to get into it back in the day about him <laughs> as a football player. Uh-huh. But, right. But as a man and what he's doing as a leader of young mm-hmm. men, man, you ain't gonna get me to argue with you about that whatsoever. And I still don't get Jules. Why is he so polarized? Why is everything this man does, or why is everything that his kids do, everybody's bringing that shit up? It's so low down now, Jules. They bringing up depositions that his son Shiloh did when Dion and their mom was separated. They were going through the custody thing, and I'm like, y'all low down. Why y'all gonna put that on fucking YouTube? You know, Chris. People, man, are just you talking about hating in the hundredth degree. The man is the man is, is is a positive role model, a good father, a good husband, a good coach. Um, Dan Sanders is a good man, and he's teaching these young men, he's teaching boys into being young men, and they're gonna take what you know Dion taught them, and they're gonna take it in the, when they become men and fathers of their own. And people cannot stand it because he's he's positive. And people are just so hateful, so just, just ugly that they can't stand it. But that's okay because Dion he gonna keep doing him. Hell, if it, if it happens to anybody, Dion is the right person because he loves it. He loves it. 
he, he and he's always talking about God. And people just they just hate that because they full of it. They full of they full of the devil. They full of the mm. devil. They full of they full of evil. And they can't stand themselves. And you have somebody that's come here who's getting this 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 notoriety, this attention. The team is doing great. They're four and two. Right. They're better than last year. Last year they only won one game. They won four. Mm -hmm. So it's a, it's a success. Yep. Selling out the arena, man. Right. And people just can't stand it because he's 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 successful. He's positive, and he's not he's not despite he. Any coach has said anything negative about him. He he don't even he don't even talk crap about. Him. He don't even get into the back and forth doing. No. He will say he will say, "Hey man, man, God bless him. He wished him nothing but the best and stuff." And people just can't stand. They're like, man, they hate this man because he's too, because he's positive. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what the problem is, Jules? People don't like somebody that you can't get a reaction out of. Right. He's not gonna give you the fucking. He ain't gonna give you the time. No. See, now maybe behind closed doors, he probably was like that Colorado State coach. He probably like he's a suck ass. You know what? But mm -hmm. guess what? In the media, in the media, out right. there in the world, what do you do? Oh, God bless. Him. Hey, God bless. He ain't competitive. He ain't gonna, right. He ain't gonna dog. Him. Right. And I feel like, to be honest, more people need to be like that. We need to stop being so reactive to situations because then that's how you get all this back and forth and all that negative bullshit that don't need to be. Well, take that from Dion because I respect the fact of a man that's so confident in who he is that he don't have to stoop to people's levels like that. See, the problem is you get some people out here, they insecure, Jules, mm -hmm. and they do little, little things like that to try to get you to stoop to their level. Dion, like, no, I'm a man of principle. I ain't got time for that. I'm up here. Right. <laughs> you over here worried about me. You over here talking about me. I'm not talking about you, sir. Mm -hmm. But that's my thing. It's like, I, I, I can't understand why it's so polarizing. It's so much hate. My thing is, he did nothing no different than any other coach that took a job that's trying to rally his people around him. He's trying to build up his program. He's trying to bring awareness to his program. Right. What, what's he doing wrong? What? Right. What, what? He doing what he's supposed to be doing. Like everybody's like, oh, well, he got all these these hip hop people coming in, and they, all these people they never were in Colorado before. Well, great. That you know what? That's a good thing. But so what? What's wrong with it? You're like, oh, Lil Wayne and, and Offset and, and Terrell Owens and, and Cameron and all these people showing up. They were never in Colorado before. I'm like, exactly. But why are they there now? Because they're supporting a brother. And the problem is y'all don't like that when we come together. Right. See, that's the problem. That's that's it right there, Chris. That's it. Mm-hmm. See, because they want to see here, Jules, and be able to, to point at Oh, look at them. They shoot each other up. They kill each other. They don't, they, they, why do we care about them when they don't care about each other? But now you look at the situation with Colorado where these people are, are wrapping their arms around not only Dion, but their program. And they right. hate it to pieces. And I want our people that's listening to this show, remember what they're doing to Dion right now. And remember why they're doing that to him. This ain't got nothing to do with no fucking football. Mm -mm. This shit is bigger than football. Mm-hmm. And I keep trying to tell y'all to wake up. See, the problem is with us is that we need to be accepted by others. Fuck that. Dion showing you right now, I don't matter about that. This man took a program like Jules said that won one fucking game last year. They were a laughing stock. 
Mm-hmm. Now they're selling out that whole stadium. His son up there as a Heisman Trophy candidate. He might not win yep. it because that Caleb Williams is a bad brother for me right. to see. Uh huh. But hold on now, Jules. Oh, okay. I love Shadur. His his his. He got he got a little bit of his dad swagger to him. Mm-hmm. Shadur be flexing that motherfucking Cartier watching people. He don't give a fuck. And I love that <laughs> shit. He unapologetic, just like his dad was. Uh huh. Shiloh, the young one. He cracks me up. He, it's so funny, man. Like, he gives Dion such a hard time. You can tell Shiloh, that kid, that was the problem child. You, you can just tell. But I love it. This is mm-hmm. an example of not only of a guy that's leading men. And it ain't just about black men. He's leading all men. Mm-hmm. Exactly. At that program. But I want to sh- talk to him about what he's doing with his sons. He's giving his sons opportunity. Y'all saw that KFC commercial. He got his whole entire family in that commercial. It ain't just about him eating. He got mama in the commercial, all his sons, right. all his daughters. Dion doing it right. And he ain't doing nothing, no different than the folks out here that had that generational wealth and they put their people on. Exactly. What's the difference between what they do and what they have been doing and what Deion Sanders is doing? It's no different. People want to talk to me about nepotism. I'm like, please, I worked in corporate where I saw the CEO and the VP's son, who's a fucking idiot cokehead, getting brought in as an intern, and then a year later, he's running divisions. Don't talk mm-hmm. to me about nepotism. Wow. Yeah, I've been off this show for a month. I got a lot to say on it. I'm so right. sick of y'all with the double talk. Mm-hmm. It's hypocritical. It's not okay what we do. But when other people do it and they've been doing it, Oh, it's just par for the course. Nah, oh, fuck that. <laughs> we shaking shit up, y'all. Right. <laughs> we shaking shit up. Mm-hmm. Deal with it. Dion ain't going nowhere. I promise you that. No, no, he ain't. Go- he, he, like I say, this cat here, he accepts it. He he loves it. He loves it. He he talking to he's he's being him, and it's no sweat off his back. And they just only going to get better, Chris. They only going to get better. So, like you said, man, they just have to deal with it. Miles my, my will just, hey, join, join on the show, man. <laughs> you must join the bandwagon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, hop aboard. Hop That's on. It. Hop on. Because what is it? What is it? What is it not like? I'm with it, bro. And I ain't never been no Colorado fan. I'm a Notre Dame football fan over here. But I ain't caught myself up one time, one in the morning, watching the Colorado game. Because uh, you know what? I'm supporting the brother. Chris. Because I know what he's doing, bro. Dude, I don't even really watch college football. But I see myself watching college football because, right, I'm supporting Dion and his organization and what he got got going on over there. And then sometimes there's another game you probably watch here and there and stuff like, okay, these kids be playing. Mm -hmm. You know. And my thing is they were celebrating when they lost. Like, these people out here, aha, they're not as good as everybody said they was. I'm like, it was a one-win program. Right. There are four wins right now. They already are better than where they were at. It, it, exactly. If like they don't I win say, another game this season, he's already put his stamp and his and his right. blueprint on this team. Right. I mean, we want the man to do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is first year. Right. I mean, I will we will love it, you know, he go undefeated, but come on. Right. That wasn't in the currents. Right. But don't mess around and let this man get an offensive line and don't let him get a defensive line. That's all they missed. Exactly. Right, right. Because when they was playing USC, I'm sorry, USC, yeah, yeah, that line got exposed. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's levels to it. Yeah, it, it got exposed. Yeah, Shadur was running for his life. Man, they're going to get better. Oh, yeah, they're going to get better. They, they're they gonna get already better. there. Right. And this is another thing, too. The Colorado State player that did that cheap shot on Travis Hunter. Yeah. Did Dion go out to the media and call out and denounce that player? No. The whole world wanted blood for that damn player. Dion got in front of that microphone to sit. Hey, look, man, I'm praying for him. Mm -hmm. He made a football play. Now, you know, deep down inside, Dion knew what the fuck that shit was. It was some sucker right, shit. Right, right. But again, being the bigger person, what do I always see on this show, Jules, about black people? We always got to be the ones to step up to the plate and say, you know what, it's cool. Don't even worry about it. Now, Prince, did you also hear or see that Travis Hunter invited, they was on a TikTok. And saying that, hey, we all good. They shook it up. They talked about their rap and they, they was promoting positivity. I saw that. You saw that's that's what that's what what Pry, what Coach Pride is 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 showing. Because I ain't gonna lie, Perez. I'll be mad than a wet hand boy if I get hit like that. And Man. you know, my liver got cut. Yep. With, but, a, with a play that we know was a cheap shot. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That play was dead, dude. And my man just come running around and just cracked him. That was fucked up. Yeah. And, you know, took him out the game. I mean. She, Dude, he been out for weeks now. Yeah, been out for weeks. Right. It, it looked like seriously one of those situations where he came into that game and said, I'm knocking him out of this game. And that's what he did. Mm -hmm. So to your point about those two coming together, that's because of Dion. I bet right. Dion encouraged that. He probably told Travis, like, man, let that shit go. Don't even trip about that shit. He's like, you're going to be a millionaire in a season or two. <laughs> Don't trip. He said, make him look like the bad person in the court of public opinion. Mm -hmm. He said, you come away from this thing looking better than he does. And it's true. Oh, yeah. Yep. So, but no, man, that, that, that's my whole opinion about that whole Dion situation. I'm sitting here like people running mouths about that. It's just, it, it really just, it, it annoys me. It really does. But I want to segue to something, Jules, that's near and dear to the both of us. Okay. Audience, Jules and I, huge Tupac fans. Oh, yeah. I mean, I still listen to Pac when I work out. Oh, yeah. Now, Jules, over the years, we've had all these different documentaries that have come out. And all these passages talk about, you know, you had Frank Alexander, the bodyguard, and you had Keefe D, and all these guys that just get in front of these cameras, and they can't stop talking about Tupac's murder. Mm -hmm. Well, Keefe D's words caught up with his ass because <laughs> they came for him. They arrested his ass. Yeah, Prince. Uh, here's the thing: when they was like, "Yeah, they did a arrest uh, search warrant," and and they got the the, the person of interest who killed, killed Tupac, and and it was like, "Yeah, Keefe D." I was like, "Yeah, we yeah we know that." You know what I'm saying? I was like, it was like documentaries on that, you know, years ago when it was like, he was like, he was in the car. So, you know, of course they put, you know, Orlando Anderson as the shooter because he ain't here. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I, I mean, if you look at it, it's, you know, accessory. He was in the car with him. He was driving the car. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I'm like, yeah. You know, then she'll go all along and stuff. You know, the streets know. So when I saw it, it was like, well, 
Well, well, yeah, he was there. He even said it. And that's you the know. problem. Because like I said, his own words came back to bite him. Right. Get in front of these cameras and he's talking all this and saying all this. And guess what? After a while, they were like, okay, you was there, motherfucker. Uh-huh. <laughs> so whether you did it or not, you know some shit here. You mm-hmm. know what happened. Because to your point, it was easy to put it on Orlando Anderson because he ain't here no more. Also, right. he took a beat down. He took it right. You're right. This is what his motive. Yeah, he, he did take a beat down, and it was it was televised too. Here's the thing. Well, with that documentary that came out years ago, it was a plea deal that he did, so he won't be charged for accessory for pot. You know, because he was in the car. He just, you know, it came out. He was in the car driving. They saw pot. That that story we all knew for years. So whatever the case may be, they did a search warrant at somebody's house, and they got documentation to. Okay, we can, you know, we can go along and, 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 and go further and charge him now for it. So it's like, me is like, to me it's like, yeah, we knew about it. It's, it's, it's almost like, yeah, it's a waste of time. What took you guys so long? But, you know, of course, you know, their state did a plea deal. Well, they wouldn't going to touch him for, for being there or with pocket murder. But so now, now they get new new evidence where they where they can charge them for it now. So, so you know, so now it's like okay, yeah, now now we got you. So me personally, Chris, we knew it all along. Uh, now they 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 charged them for Pac murder, and it's like, oh well, yeah, I mean it came I mean came back on you, bro. It's like, and this this another thing about that whole situation. This man, like you said, he he had been on all these documentaries, run his mouth. He can't stop talking about the shit. Mm-hmm. What did he expect was going to happen? They never stopped investigating this murder. Right. And that's why I always tell people, man, you get hung by your own words. That's why I'm intentional about what I say on this microphone. Just what? This is a trail. So you got to be smart. You got to be careful what you say. And this man sitting out here probably because of cloud wanting to look cool, running his mouth and saying all this different shit on all these different shows. And guess what? Now you got to an answer for that. Right. Because now, okay, if you were there, what happened? You got to give up some answers, son. You got to tell people what's up. And I'm hoping, for me personally, I hope that we get a little closure with the situation, man, because I've always wondered, what the hell happened there? Right. Who did that? Did the Las Vegas police department has something to do with this what the hell happened because mm-hmm. it was just weird to me jules like now imagine if wayne newton went out and murdered on las vegas Boulevard. <laughs> come on now hey man hey press that's a good one man hey they'll find him the next day bro next damn day they'll find the killer next day though next damn day so i just always wonder like man is there something more at play here and i also wonder puffy mm-hmm. What you got about to say that? Shit. Right, I was about to say now. I, you know, there's some things where Puppy could be connected, as far as the money, the, the, you know, the money man for all this. Mm. You know, so mm. that's why I'm looking like, okay, this thing ain't over yet. So, is this is this why uh, Puffy was relinquishing the uh, royalties to some of these artists and stuff? So, it's interesting. I mean, I, it sucks because because Prez. I mean, look, we was big pop fans. I mean. Mm-hmm. You know, he shouldn't have to be. He, this cat was more than just a rap uh, uh, a artist. He could have been something greater. I agree. Uh, 
he needed he knew he had to get out of death row according to the documentaries and you know people other artists and friends he knew he had to get out of death row uh that's why he tried to do you know he was he had the contract for the three albums but he had to stay there because of course shouldn't be should uh so he signed he signed he signed up to a fucking hellacious deal right right yeah but he was much more. He was very influential. He's a smart, smart guy. You know, Pop was a smart, smart brother. He read and he talked about what's going on in the streets. And people was he could have been another, maybe of a Malcolm or Martin or Stokely. You know, a revenue, a revolutionary. You know, yeah. So, I think he was. I think he was heading down that path. Right. It's just unfortunate. He just got caught up in that east coast west coast and that yes and you know that gang life and just just took him out before his time i mean it's 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 unfortunate but think about how many of our brothers and sisters we lost to that nonsense in the Uh streets right oh yeah yeah it's so much talent out here and that's why jules i always tell you why that's why i try to get involved man because i see so much potential out here but it's so easy man for people to get trapped up into some negativity and when a guy like Pop, only 25 years old, he was just scratching the surface of his potential. But in 25 years, man, look at the legacy that he left behind. We still talking about him? What, when this happened, 96? 96, right. We still talking about Tupac. And let's be honest, Pac, Pac looked, uh, you know, longevity. It was only, he, he came in the scenes late, 90, 91 maybe. Yeah, yeah. He, so basically, he was in the in the limelight for about what five or six years. Yeah, five or six years. Wow. And and look how look what his his, his legacy then then left us. And this is only five six years. More stuff's gonna come out from this, of course. So we'll just see what happens. Just wait and see what else the uh, what else the uh, what else get uncovered. And you know, of course, Jada, she had to put out some some commentary on her Instagram about. The Tupac situation. I'm like, man, that woman, boy, she loved her some Tupac. Oh, yeah. Every chance she gets, she got to talk about some Tupac. But she also, but she, that's what she really loved, didn't she? That's what she really loved, didn't she? Mm -mm. I feel bad for Will, man. Because every chance she get, bro, she emasculate that man. Now she's sitting over here running her mouth talking about we've been living separate lives since 2016. And it begs the question, Jules. Okay. Why was Will so mad? You know what, Will, you, Prez, you said it. You said it. You hit it right on the head. She was emasculating that dude, where he was just internalizing everything. And, you know, outside looking in, he didn't. He didn't go around to say uh, the, the entanglement. No, he didn't go around to saying they were separated or they were having problems or this and that. You didn't know. You didn't hear from Will when they talked about it was all her. I mean, she was going out there in dirty laundry and yeah, but, but yeah, yeah, the question, you know, the question is like, well, what, what the hell to get to? You? Hell, you separated from this girl from 2016. What you hell slap Chris for? Mm. <laughs> I, w- I think what it is is probably what you said, Jules. This man had enough. He was tired of being disrespected. <laughs> he said, somebody gonna feel this pain. Damn, you can't. You only you slap Chris on prime TV. Bruh. That's 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 your legacy killing moment right there. You are never gonna live that down, Will. No, people were like, "Oh, Will Smith, oh the guy that slapped Chris Rock, yeah, at the Oscars, yeah, forever, yeah." yeah. For Jada, come on, man, come on now. For Jada, 
you know, she bad and all, but I mean, it's a dime a dozen out here, Jules. Right, right, right. Bad is bad. <laughs> Shit. Go to Vegas. You see a bunch of baddies. It don't matter. They all out here. Yeah. yeah the problem yeah. is, us men, we got to sometimes learn that I'm a bad motherfucker, too. Uh-oh. Hey, come on. Preach, Prez. You see, I'm a prize, too, huh? You see, you're a prize, too. Yeah, that's right. Motherfuckers be sitting up here propping themselves up and shit. What about us? <laughs> now, hey. look at now, look at Will now. This man went from being a rapper that won awards to having a TV show that blew up to yeah. then getting big ticket movie roles. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He he, he boxed he Yeah. So I'm sitting over here like, Will, you forgot who you was. Because Jada's only hot because of you, son. Ooh. Yes. Well, nobody yeah. checking for no damn Jada. She was a gutter rat on a different world. Wasn't nobody watching Jada's, Jada's movies. No, nobody was watching her movies. Set it off was cool, but I watched that because of Queen Latifah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, Queen Latifah. Oh, she did. Oh, boy, she, went out like a, she went out like a motherfucking gangster, didn't she? Whoa, she hit the yeah. switches on that thing. and Whoa, shout out Cleo. Yeah, lit up, but I mean, she she went out like a G. Meanwhile, Jada left everybody behind, sucker. Yeah, what she? Yeah, she was on the bus. She was on that bus. Yeah, she mm -hmm. was on the bus. So she showed her true colors. She been the same Jada this whole time, <laughs> running away. <laughs> oh, you can't man. run away from your problems, Jada. You are the problem. Mm. Yeah, yeah, man, damn. Well, that's that's press. That's rough. That's rough when you when your your partner your your wife's supposed to be a helpmate, supposed to actually you know compliment you, and this moment like she was telling this man she was tearing this brother down, every chance she could get, because she I even still went on and was like I didn't need him to slap Chris Rock right I didn't need him to defend my on every chance she got, but she the way you was looking though, the way she was looking, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we'll laugh. Let's let's be honest. Let's be he honest. laughed at the joke. Let me let, let let you know. Let me talk to some people. Now, yeah, yeah, I I listened. I listened to the joke, and I took it as GIJ. What is GIJ? She's a tough army, a female army, a soldier. That's what I get out the joke. I mean, the the the, the you know, because they both, because uh, what's the girl name? Demi Moore shaved her head doing the thing. Okay, they both had shaved heads. Her Jada because of the. Alopecia. And he said, G.I.J. But Demi cut her hair because she transformed from that weak woman to a soldier. And I took it as, hey, she, hey that's a compliment. But, you know, that's me. But the girl didn't like it. Uh -uh. <laughs> but, Will, as a man, if my wife gave me a look like she didn't like it, she felt, you know what I'm saying, uh, disrespected. I look. I'll, I'll, I'll either say, "Listen, I'll take care." It's just a joke, honey. You know, I'll take care. I'm not gonna get up on broad TV, broad TV and slap the man on, on TV. I hope not. Jeez, <laughs> I would want that for you. I'm like, you right. better than that. Come on, man. Right. <laughs> you know, pray, you know, you be like, hey, bro, listen. I thought the joke wasn't, but my old lady don't like it. Man. We can just talk to her. Just tell her sorry. You know, you know, you know how we do. Yeah, like, come on, man. Come, I'm going to walk you over. Come on. Right. <laughs> help, help me, brother. 
Help me. Come on, man. Help me, brother. Because if not, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna I ain't gonna I ain't gonna hear the last of this. Because the first time y'all get into an argument, she gonna really oh, but you let that dude say whatever the hell you mm-hmm. want to do to me. <laughs> but you gonna sit over here and run your mouth about me not fucking kicking dinner and I fuck you, boy. <laughs> you never live in that deal. Uh-huh. But and I don't want the ladies that's listening to this show that's gonna be like, our oh, prayers being toxic and he's tearing down a woman. I'm not tearing uh-huh. her down. Right. But right. look at what she's doing to Will. She exactly. has ruined this man's reputation, his career, all kind of shit. And, and my thing is, too, who wants their fucking dirty laundry to be aired out to the world? Now, she got some book coming out. Mm-mm. You don't think she going to talk about Will in that book? Hell yeah. That's the only reason why people go buy that shit. They want the dirt and they know Jada going to tell it. Because she's been telling it. She's ridiculous. But why Will? Well, he's a good dude. I think he's a good yeah. dude, but he's he, he being played for a sucker right now. Right, exactly. <laughs> Nobody can do anything to you. You allow people to treat I, you the way that I was they just treat about you. To, I was just about to say that. And Will, I guess Will, have, he's not tired yet. I'll just say that. He ain't tired. Man, I'm tired for him, and I ain't even t- going right. to do the shit. Right. I'm mad. It's like I'm just sitting over here like, bro, Will, come on, bro. You was an Ali, bro. Come on. Ali was the greatest. Yes. You think Ali will you take that? You played the champ. Right. You think Ali will take that? No. Hell no, he wouldn't take that. Ali will look at Jada and be like, you better go find Jason. Keep that shit moving. <laughs> that was a pretty decent movie. It was, but that's all I'm saying. That's the type of shit Jada was on. Jason's <laughs> lyric. <laughs> She getting fucked in gardens and shit. Yeah, great. Good job, Jada. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, I ain't gonna lie. She was looking bad as hell when she was getting fucked in that garden. But anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold y'all now. She was looking bad. That's how she got Will. Yeah. Oh, hey, man, that thing must be... Must be must put some roots. You must put a spell on that boy. Mm-hmm. Man. He probably went. He probably went to that garden on the first day to brought some flowers to her on that first day. Mm. All right, I see you, Will. But Jules, I think this is the perfect segue to get into our listener letter. Okay. Because you know, what I'm saying I went, I was scorched earth on Jada. Now it's time for the ladies to get a little something because we got a listener letter coming over from Nikki. Nikki's a 37 year old woman, and she said she's been dating her boyfriend Miles for four years now. Now. At first, when she put the name out there, I just clarified with her. I said, hey, do you want this brother's name out here? She was like, yes, put his name out there. So, Miles, if if you happen to, to get wind of this show, I got the clearance in the email, brother. She wants your name out there. So anyhow, she, she recently asked her boyfriend, Miles, for some space because she needed to work through some things with herself as she recently lost her sister. She says to us, she'd been recently feeling very lost lately and not the best version of herself. She said, I wanted to make some changes so that I was not unfair to my boyfriend and take anything out on him unfairly. She said, I wanted to be open and honest and where I was emotionally, and I needed some time to reassess my life. She said, as you can imagine, this caught him a little off guard by my decision. We argued for some hours, and that was the last time that I saw him. And just imagine, I'm telling my boyfriend that I need some space to clear my head and to feel better again about my life. 
and were arguing in that moment. That was the last thing I wanted to do. She said, he stormed out of my place, and I haven't heard from him since. She said, fast forward a couple weeks, my cousin sends me a screenshot of Miles on the very date nap that we met on with a reactivated profile with updated pictures. She said, I'm still processing how to really feel about all this. In my mind, I asked for space to be a better version of myself for us and our relationship. I was not asking for space to date other men. That is the last thing I wanted. And if I was going to be with any man, it would be him. I find it disrespectful that less than a week or two after I asked for space, that he is back on date naps. It hurts. And I was embarrassed when my cousin reached out to me with the screenshot. My question for you, Jules and Press: should I reach out to him and confront him? Or should I just let it be and see him for who he is? A trash ass Negro. Thank you. You know what, Nikki? I will say this. Sometimes, man, we sometimes we we hear things, but you know, don't it doesn't process what I will say reach out to him, confront him again, say, listen, here's what I'm just in case, here's clarification. I'm not saying I want to be away from you or I want to date other people or other other men or anything like that. It's some things I'm going through. I just want to be a better person. If I'm a better person, then I'm gonna be a better I'm gonna be a better partner and the relationship is gonna be even better. It's just some things I guess I gotta work on myself. And you put the ball in this court. Now we, you know, you can stay or go. But just in case, if there's any clarification, if there's any mix-up or anything like that, if there's I'm sorry, if there's any mix-up, miscommunication or anything like that, then when you explain it to him again, and then when he say, Oh, okay, babe, you know, I I was tripping. I thought you were saying you wanted to date other people and this and that. You know, okay, we got it clear. The air is clear and we can go on from there. I would say reach out. I would say just reach out to him one more time to explain it. Sometimes we listen to what we want to listen to. You know what I'm saying? We hear what we want to hear. I, I, I raise my hand up to it and, and my wife come back to me. Like, I'm, not, I'm not saying that. Then I was like, oh, you know what? I thought you meant. Yeah. Oh, never mind. That's, that's my bad. I heard you wrong or whatever. You know, so just in case, just in case, my my man had a, had a, had a fart moment, a brain fart. <laughs> you know, reiterate it again. Listen, here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I want to do. I want you, but let me just give me a little time so, so I can work on myself. That, that, was, that was what I would say, Nick. That's what I would do. So, Jules, I, I look at it like this. I don't think that she should confront him. Okay. And this is why. I think right now, Miles' ego is, is bruised. Mm -hmm. He's taking this shit personal when it's not even about him to begin with. True. Now, this is a woman that I give respect to because sometimes I feel like women take the easy way out in these situations and they just break up with people willy-nilly. This is somebody that's saying, give me some space because I feel like probably right now, because of all the loss that I've had and all the things that are going on with me, I don't want to fucking be mistreating you because it's some shit that don't even have anything to do with you going on with me. Mm -hmm. That says a lot about her. I feel like more people in general should do that in relationships. And marriages. Because then you'll have less situations where people are breaking up, getting divorced, separated, all that shit. Mm -hmm. She's communicating. How many times do we always say you got to have open communication, open dialogue? 
But then people don't have communication in their relationships. She yeah. was trying to do that. Yes. So my whole thing is, I don't think she should confront him. Okay. Right now, he opened that date nap up because he needs a self-esteem boost. He, need, he needs to feel like, oh, I still got it. Oh, you know, my girl talking about some, she wants space and this and that. I don't know what the hell that means. I don't want no space. Guess what? I'm going to go out here and get with this girl and that girl, and I'm going to feel good about myself. Brother, that shit ain't going to make you feel better about yourself. Trust me. I've been there, done that. Having meaningless sex and empty-ass sex, that does nothing, bro. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, guess who he's going to be thinking about, Nikki? He's going to be thinking about you. Mm -hmm. Trust me. His feelings are hurt. It's easy, and that's why I was like, maybe we need to talk to him again. Because maybe he just didn't, he didn't think, you know, think about what she was saying. Maybe it wasn't comprehended to him, you know. And like I say, who, who like go hear this, and then a couple weeks later, back on the date nap, like, you know, I, you know, so I, I, I do think that is kind of like quick turnaround. Right? Yeah, right. Like, wait a minute, he didn't even get time to even. You process, know, yeah, the process. <laughs> like, it's just, hey man, I'm going back out here. Give me my, give my. And that's probably why she put his name out there like that. And I ain't feel no kind of way about doing it. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of fucked up. And like I said, I done fucked up shit. Uh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was. Miles, come on, brother. This is just me and you talking. And Nikki, please let him listen to this. If y'all ever reconnect in the future, okay. Miles. You got you a good one, man. This woman that just lost her sister. And Nikki, my condolences to you and right. your family. Right. Mm -hmm. It can't be easy. Man, I couldn't imagine losing like my brother. You know what I mean? And somebody like Jules and Doug that I consider brothers. That leaves a void. So right now, she's trying to figure shit out, bro. And you're not making it easy by being selfish and making this shit about you. Right. See, because in my opinion, Miles, if you was a real man, right now, you would be reaching out to her, making sure she's good. But no, what he's doing, he storms out. He's going to take the approach of, I'm not going to contact her. I didn't fuck her. I didn't talk to her. That's the worst thing you could do, bro. Yeah. Yeah, especially at that time. And Press, let's be honest. Now that just now that I'm just over here thinking about it. She might not even want that space. She just she just may need a space for just a moment because to to process to deal with what she's dealing with the grief. Yeah, because she got real for him. Yeah. You know, his best approach was, uh, uh, baby, whatever you need. But I'm there. But I'm here. I'm here. You hear that, boss? But you didn't do that. No. What you do? Got an argument with her. Made about yourself and it's storming out the house. What you storming out the house for? Slamming the door that you don't pay the rent in, boy. Right. Come on, man. Like, damn. Not not think of it, Chris, man. Man, fuck Miles. You That's what she was on. Yeah. <laughs> and we can see fuck Miles over here on this shit. You know, I just, you know, Chris, you just brought me over, man. You just brought me over. I'm trying to give Miles a big, you know, sometimes, sometimes us men, we don't beat. Paying attention when, you, when, we, when our ladies talk to us, you know, maybe if he didn't compute it right, yeah, I'm guilty of that. <laughs> I feel like he overreacted. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And he emotional, and that's my point. So now you overreacted, you emotional, 
And now you're making emotional decisions, right? Oh, I'm going to go get on this app because I'm going to feel good about myself. I'm going to go get me. I'm going to get somebody to replace Nikki. Yeah. All right. You're going to get back out there in that dating pond and you're going to realize how Nikki saved you four years from being in that shit. That's mm. just a damn cesspool. Mm. Please, I wish I would want to be on one of the maps nowadays with the way that these people are in this world. People are wicked as hell. Fuck that. No, sir. No, thank you. Mm. Good luck with that, Mouse. <laughs> you gonna need it. It's a good luck, Mouse. <laughs> but Nikki, he ain't got nothing to do with you. Focus on you, girl. Whatever yeah. you need to do for you to feel better about yourself, to feel better about life, do that. You should go travel. Go take a trip somewhere. Clear your yeah. mind. Don't be, be nice. worried about him. And tell your cousin stop sending you screenshots. Yeah, forget him. I don't even want to oh. hear about it. Right. Because you know what, man? When people do shit like that, they don't care about, oh, I thought you should know. No, they want to keep up the, the, the drama. Yeah. They want to start shit. And Nikki, you know your cousin. She, do she like to start shit? Right. Right. You got to think about the source sometimes. Yeah, you got to watch her. Because she probably do it, Miles. Watch her. Oh. She probably swiped on him. Right. She's like, oh, Miles is on there. Yeah, let me start swiping that. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't know how that worked. I don't know how it worked, Brad. <laughs> listen, listen, trust me, there's something going on there. You watch your cousin. Right. I don't trust her now, all and of a sudden. And then it'll be another listening letter from Nikki. <laughs> you know, it's going to be from her cousin. Yeah, it's going to be. <laughs> I'm dating my cousin's ex. Yeah. <laughs> Is her name Nikki? <laughs> really hope that everything is uh that gets better for you you know what mm -hmm. i mean and i have talked about this show you nikki you may be even aware i back in 2020 i went through my share of loss and it, it was a tough time but you know what i'm saying without having strong people around me and also too being able to have that space right that's why i know the importance of being able to have space but also knowing that people are in your corner when you need them right that's important and I feel like that's where Brother Miles has let you down. Right. Because mm -hmm. he should be your rock. Ooh, come on. Now you don't need to think about getting his rocks off. Ooh, fucker. Come on, Prez. Boy, you talking good. I told I had a lot to say, man. We've been man. off this show for a month. You talking good, boy. Ooh. I just don't like that selfish shit, bro. Like, yo, your girl gonna sit up here. You know that she lost her sister. <laughs> mm hmm And she going through it. You know she going through it. And your selfish ass, the first thing you decide to do is go get on a date nap, bro? Yeah. yeah. And I don't even think, Nikki, that don't even mean nothing in, in the grand scheme of things, right? You get on one of the maps, you go on a couple dates and realize, ah, I'm not interested in that. I want, I want Nikki back, right? But mm -hmm. it, to me, it's just more of the mindset. That's the part for me that's like, no, nah, I don't, you, you probably should have want that around you. It's mm -hmm. his mindset. He's a child. Yeah, but as I'm saying, I'm still talking to you. You are a child. You ain't a man. That was your first reaction. Go get on this date now. Nah, bro. And it's a thing. I used to make childish decisions. That's why I'm calling you out. But guess what? When you learn, when you mature, you don't do childish things anymore. There you go. You pick up a motherfucking phone, man, and you make sure that that person knows what's up. And that's, that's all I got to say on this one. Mm -hmm. I just feel like in this one, Jules... 
Nikki, I feel like you're being hard on yourself. And right now, you need to be focusing on things other than Miles. Because Miles ain't thinking about you. No, nah, no. Nah, yeah, I agree. I agree, Brad. He He's on something else. And you know what, Nikki? This is your chance to focus on yourself and get right. And like Perez said, do some things, do some traveling, take a girl's trip or do whatever. Just, you know, kind of kind of, kind of get away from things for a little bit. And then when you're ready, we can reassess and regroup. So. Well, listen, audience, we are finally here at the culmination of the show. So today's episode, Jules and I, we are chopping up about the 2024 presidential election. So, Jules, with that in mind, <laughs> everybody in the apartment right now has been talking about Trump 2024 okay. and knowing mm -hmm. he's going to run again, right? And on the flip side of that, you got a lot of people that voted for Biden because he was the anti-Trump. Right. For me personally, I voted for Biden not just because I thought that he was going to be some great candidate, but just because he was a Trump. I have not been very happy with the things that Biden has done, but mm -hmm. I, I've also have gone on record and said he's at least a decent person okay. that, that we, you know, can at least assume. You got a guy on the other hand of the situation, you guys know his legal issues. I'm not here to tell y'all about that. Y'all got Google. But Jules, I want to get your thought process on this upcoming election, right? Because when you got a guy like Trump <laughs> that's back in this election, after all the fucking bullshit that he's been in, to me, it says something greater about how fucked up our country is that somebody like that could even be a candidate to be our president. Oof. And it says a lot about our fucking governmental system. Just in my opinion. Uh, Prez, I'm with you, man. Like I, like we talked earlier in the show <clears throat> with the war that's going on over in Gaza. And you got people here in America, politicians, congresswomen and men. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's like it's like who we have in office where where destruction and mayhem and pe innocent people are, are are losing their lives and and but you support it or or you're not you're not saying anything is like you're supporting it. if you're not denouncing it then you support it in my opinion i could be wrong but that's my that's my take up so with the election we have people who's supposed to be who's governed by the people for the people and all that beautiful words and <laughs> and <laughs> ninety one counts and and you know the the things that happened on January January six and and you know and then we got the crisis at the border and they, you know it's it's like wait a minute hell I can do a goddamn better job than what what we got going on here you know I what agree. I'm saying I agree you know what I'm I saying. Agree. I said, what is the, what is so hard? It's, hey, man, I, I tip my hat off to these people. They, 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 you know, hey, listen, they, they got to make the, the rules and come up with things and govern and all that. But it's like every, it's, it seemed like a lot of these politicians are like, they're putting their feelings and emotions, they're, they're, they're leading with that instead of leading what's best for the people, for America. Mm -hmm, That's what it seemed mm -hmm, like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's like, or, or, or they're being pressured into yes. things from outside influences as well. Yes, because of their constituents or yep. whoever, whoever get the, you know the money bag, whoever they endorse mm -hmm. them, you know. But it's like, it's like, wait a minute, no, we, we, we're, we're suffering here. We're suffering here. If, if you don't think we're not suffering, just look, just look around you. Just, I mean, 
let's be honest. I'm a, I'm a God fearing man. I I'm I'm good, but I'm just talking about in the worldly system. The worldly system, you're looking at like, man, you see in this war and you seeing people coming over and and you see an inflation. Prayers. I went to the store today and I bought two two liters of uh uh pop and I spent seven dollars. Jesus Christ! I'm sitting up here like, wait. Oh my, I remember two liter of pop was a dollar ninety nine. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I was about to that put was it the back. Good stuff. That was the good I was about stuff. To put, right, I was about to put it back. Where's that ninety nine cent RC at? <laughs> <laughs> That's the shit you use to take that acid off them damn batteries. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, getting back to the election. Okay, I, I want a candidate that my viewpoints. I mean, conservative, Democrat, uh, the conservative, liberal, Democrat, Republican doesn't mean anything because all that's put in place to divide people. You want what's best for America and what's best for the world. So when you have Donald Trump, I mean, I mean, I mean, my God, there's so much stuff on this man. But let's be honest, I didn't, didn't I didn't think he was a bad president. There were some things he came up with. I was like, okay. And then, of course, I didn't like the rhetoric. I didn't like the you know, how he handled Charleston and some other things, you know, he wouldn't denounce it. Like, again, I say it again, if you don't denounce something, then you're, then you're for it, mm. you know? So, but you have, you know, you have Nikki Haley's, another Nikki, Vivek, and, you know, you have some other people, Ron DeSantis, and we heard it, we talked about Ron before. Many uh, times. Yeah. Mike Pence. Yeah, Pence. <laughs> you know, Larry, <laughs> Larry Elder, you know, so, some things, and th and then we come and see the Green Party. Well, you know, there's a third party. You got RFK Jr. If people remember, or you know, RFK Senior, his son is running, yep. and uh, Cornell West. So it's like, okay, we have a lot of we have a lot of candidates, but what's best for the people? What's best for America is what we we want. We don't want the circus. We don't want the circus because we we had that. We had that man. We don't want. We want somebody to come in. To, to govern and, and run this country for the best America, like I say, for the people, by the people, for, you know, not not your emotions, not your hidden agenda, you know. Uh, so, bro, I have no idea. I'm going to be listening to these debates. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be watching them. I'm, I'm here. I'm going to be listening to every word, every, you know, people have to say. I don't want, I don't want the circus. I don't want clowns is what I'm saying. You know, this is the high seat. This is the big. This is the big chair. And we don't. We I don't want no clowns in there. I, I'm I'm tired. I'm tired of what's going on in America. I'm tired of what's going on in the world and stuff like that. I want somebody to come in and you know and really govern like like leaders that we had before. Like I said, man, I haven't felt like that. That seat was was presidential since mm -hmm. Obama walked out. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to get back to that. But yeah. honestly, I'm looking at some of these names and I'm like. I don't know if we have that. Like you talked about some of the names, DeSantis. Come on, man! Everything he's been about has been polarizing bullshit. Mm -hmm. the, the state that he governs is a, is a shithole. It's a cesspool. Mm -hmm. And I keep telling people, Google Florida and get back to me on Chicago. Florida man, this Florida woman, that. Come on now, get get, get off of Chicago. Florida got their shit too, mm -hmm. and the shit gets weird down there. Mike Pence, don't even get me started on him. Yeah. Tim Scott, another one, don't get me started on him. So, Jules, you don't want clowns, and each person that I've talked about so far is a fucking clown. 
Nikki Haley, Chris Christie, mm. other names, Larry Elder, like you mentioned. Mm. I don't know which way to think. But, but Press, you know what? You know the killing part. Donald Trump is leading all of them. But what does that say about our society? Exactly, Donald Trump is leading all of them. I believe this is just my what. I, what are we seeing right now? If the if the election was today, Donald Trump will, will win. And that's a sad, sad state of Donald affairs. Trump was, because Press, let me ask you something. Not Yo. knocking the man. Not knocking Biden. But he shouldn't run. Me personally, I don't think he run. should either. I don't think so either. I'm not, I'm not, and I'm not trying to take a shot out. But I don't exactly, think he yeah. exactly. I'm like, bro, you, you, you're barely holding on. Yeah, it's it's rough watching that. It's rough. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was like watching Ali at the end. Like that was it, that was, dude. It, come it was, on, it was, sad. it was sad. Right. But this is about yeah. one thing that I want to. I want the audience to think about here when it comes to Donald Trump. Okay. The reversal of Roe v. Wade. Mm-hmm. His decisions to add three conservative judges to the Supreme Court is why we got that reversed. And I blame the women the first time around when Donald Trump got elected because they voted for the guy. Okay. Now we got a situation where this guy potentially is a front runner again. Mm-hmm. And I don't want women to forget while you wanted us to understand your plight. You got to fight for yourself at that ballot box. And don't forget what this man did to y'all and your rights. See, that's the thing. Like, we should be wanting to get decency back in that office. Right. Exactly. And that's not who he is. That's not who DeSantis is. And now, Jules, you brought up RFK Jr. You brought up Cornell West. And I feel like, all right, those are some flash of the pan names and, and mm-hmm. things of that nature. But... I'm with you. I think when I think about this 2024 election, it's going to be a lot of intently watching, listening, doing my homework on people's backgrounds. Right. Who they've supported, who they've cozied up with. Because the problem is a lot of times with these folks, they say one thing to you on camera, and then behind closed doors, they're doing other things. Mm -hmm. And that's how we got to educate ourselves to understand who do they align with. Who have they given money to? Who are they accepted money from? See, that's the golden thing right there. When you start accepting money from some of these far right type of organizations out there, come on, that says a lot about your viewpoints. And also, too, when it comes down to it, when it comes down to it, those people gonna phone their favors. Right. Uh huh. That's the way that shit works. Chris, man, I, I, I'm, I'm looking at it. I don't see the Democrats really don't have anybody. They, they, they putting all their money on Joe. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's going to be the pendulum is going to swing the other way because the border, the, the, the border crisis is damning. Where it, people are like, people are really fed up with the border. People don't like how you handle the withdrawal from Afghanistan. Supporting Ukraine war in Russia. It, it don't look good for Joe. I mean, and then, and then let's, let's be honest. He just, he's older cat. Man. I mean, it's time for him to retire. So, so who we got? So we pretty much looking at the Republicans because the third party, maybe, maybe RFK. 
because of because of the the name, maybe. But it you all know depends. What? But his whole family's kind of looking at him like a clown because he's all into the anti-vaccine shit. Yeah. All right. So he's kind of a weirdo a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is my thing. He's got the name, right? He got the name, right? Mm -hmm. But it's like, come on, bro. It's not enough. It ain't going to be enough. It's not enough. I wanted to say something about Joe real quick. So Biden, a lot of focus is on his age. And if he were to be reelected, he'd be 86 years old at the end of his term. Now, I'm not... Somebody that's going to be like an age discrimination type of person. But I would just much rather Joe just to enjoy the rest of his days. But he got that lovely wife, that great dog that's biting people all the time. He's <laughs> active and happy. <laughs> go, go enjoy, man. Like, honestly, in my opinion. Uh-huh. Now, I do give him props for the way that he handled the pandemic because Trump did not handle that shit well. We didn't have access to the vaccine. Biden made sure that we had that. I think that Biden has done a lot of good. I've talked about the things that he's done for females. See, that's the thing. Women in this society, they feel like they aren't represented. They feel that they're not being heard. Well, you have a president here that made Kamala Harris his VP. Mm -hmm. And Kamala's been doing a lot of things to empower females in the world. Look up his record of the things that, think about what he did with the Supreme Court justice. He appointed a, a black woman. Right. Mm-hmm. So my whole thing is like, yeah, while we can say stuff about his age, put some respect on the things that he's doing for women and what he did for a sister too now. Two of them. Mm-hmm. Say what you right. want about Kabbalah though, but he, you know, he put her up. So my thing is, I just worry about him being healthy. But I can't take anything away from the fact that he has done some good. Now, has he... Could well, could he have done things differently in some sort of situation? Sure, but so could I. There's things in my life that I'm looking around like, damn, I should have cheapened out on that fucking vinyl. It's just gonna be a problem next year. <laughs> you know, like, you you can always second guess something, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> What's your thoughts on Cordell West? Right. I mean, this is, this uh. is a brother here, man. Is super deep, super conscious. Oh, yeah. What do you think about him as a candidate? He ain't going to get no votes, Chris. He ain't going to get I, 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 You know, here's the thing. I I, I don't knock it. I'm cool. Cornell West has been a pioneer and a trailblazer for the black community. Cool. But for, as a, for a president, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I have to really listen to... The debates and how he gonna handle as far as inflation and 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 and, and green uh, the, the the green air you know the green things they've been talking about in uh yeah because climate uh, change that's something that yeah. needs to definitely be addressed that's yeah. big probably as far as some energy as far as pretty much America first really what can we do to to help American people out here and that's why I really want to listen to. And then also foreign relation is big too, also because uh, you know things is going around in the world where man, it seems like it might be World War Three coming on, and I'm praying that that doesn't happen. But you got two wars, you know, kicked in, and you know Ukraine and Russia, and then now you got to go over there, Israel, then Pakistan, you know, so Palestine. So it's like a lot of countries look at us and look at America for help and support, and I was kind of help, you know, mediate things. Now, we can't do nothing if our house is, is out of order. Mm. So, you know, I, I, I'm really, 
that's why I'm like I, somebody who's who, who got to come in this position to really take, you know, take control of the house and clean house and really get our house in order. Can Cornell West do it? I, 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 I believe he can, but I don't. I can't listen how he, how he talking, what, what he's coming with. Can can Donald Trump clean up his act? I, you know, Nikki Haley, I don't know much about it, but Vivek Ramaswamy. Vivek Ramaswamy, I actually, I actually like Vivek Ramaswamy. I like his, you know, you know, he have a lot of ideas, but he's been on the camp, he's been on campaign trail and he goes to uh either the left left or the right and he's in there mixing it up, which I like. You know, Eddie's self, Eddie self-funded. Now I don't I don't yeah, necessarily right. Yeah, because I, I know he's like uber conservative. So there's some stuff that I don't rock with him. Mm-hmm. But what did I say earlier, Jules? I do like the fact of someone that doesn't have to be bought. Right. A lot of times with candidates, they're bought. Tim Scott, Tim Scott is interesting, you know what I'm saying? So it's just, like I said, really, I really want people to really listen to these, to really listen to the debates. The moderator got to ask the tough questions and they can't be fighting and bickering and this is why I'm going to do this and that. You know, this, this, this world's a mess. This country, you know, it's a mess. I want somebody to come in here and clean this thing up. You know, damn all the you know, the bickering, the fighting, um, you know, the, the, listen, what are we going to do for America? How are we going to fix it? How are we going to get people working? How are we going to drop inflation? How are we going to, you know, handle the border? How are we going to do this and that, you know, you know, schooling and greenhouse, the, the climate changes, you know, really come in and, and really take control and, and, and talk to the people and, and not at and, 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 and don't have hidden agendas and all that stuff. I mean, is that possible I don't know, but I'm I'm looking for it. That's what I'm looking for, press. Well, so you brought up Nikki Haley's name a second uh-huh. ago, and I did want to make sure that like, I wanted to add something there, because on her, she used to work for Trump. And I remember at one point she said that she wasn't going to run against her former boss, but she changed her mind. Because she said that right now there's a need for generational change. And so for me, when I think of people like that, I do like somebody that's going to come in with fresh ideas. However, mm-hmm. though, you're somebody at one point that aligned with Trump. So that's all I see when I see her. Okay. Okay. With Tim Scott, I can't get behind a guy that basically is saying that he don't think critical race theory should be a part of the curriculum. As a black man, like, mm. what are we doing, bro? Mm. Yeah, that's going to hurt you. Yeah, and you don't think that this country's racist? <laughs> As a black man? <laughs> what? <laughs> He, 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 he killed himself on that one, man. Bro, take that suit off and watch the first thing they call you out there in South Carolina, bro. It's going to begin with an N and it's going to end in an R. <laughs> no, Tim. No, man. Don't go out like that, bro. Hey, Come hey, on. listen. I didn't even hear that part. When you said that, I'm like, oh, you threw. <laughs> Miriam Williamson. Now, she ran in 2020, underperformed, you know, in that election. But she's an interesting candidate on the Democrat side because she's somebody that's kind of argued and said that the government should pay large reparations to the black community. Okay. She wants the country to atone for the centuries of slavery and discrimination. Now, I'm not saying that I would vote for her on that, but I think that's also something that should be brought into the loop or as a potential topic in this election. So, Jules, you brought up a lot of the main issues. But I think atoning for what discrimination is done, what slavery is done, 
the lack of generational wealth for the black community. I think that some of those things need to be addressed as well. Mm -hmm. Is it is that gonna be enough? That ain't gonna be enough for her, but yeah. I think that that's something that should be put on the table. <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> Man, wait, I'm like, hmm. And 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 then are those is that possible? Because Cat's been talking about reparation, man. But is it is it possible? And you're not just throwing it out there for you know votes. It could be pandering, you know. It could be, but I still think it's an issue that I would love to see some little light shine, though. Now that, yeah, you're right. You're right. Because hey, you can you can shoot off some money now. But you know, but it's gotta make sense, right? It's it, gotta be no, for a right. purpose. Right. No. Right. If you don't do right. it, it needs to be for economic development. It needs to be of redeveloping these areas in these communities that have been torn down and have not have resources. That's my whole thing. I look at reparations a little bit differently. I know some people when they look at it, they're thinking, oh man, they just want to give black people money. No, I want you guys to give us back what we fucking earned. I want you to give us back what you took from us. Put that back in our communities. Let's start yeah. again. You, you know, I was talking to my wife about reparation, and it's like, how would you like to see reparation? And I said, now, you know, me personally, I just wanted fair where we can, if you want to open a business or schooling or, you know, something where you can take that and 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 have it for generations. You know, that would be that would be nice because let's be honest, because we, we have talked about on the show that are. You know, white people was given, you know, they, we talk about that generational wealth. We talk about the old money. We talk about the GI Bill, you know, and how people's coming from, white people's coming from, from the war was given opportunities where they could start businesses, they go to school for free, work. But the black people's coming from, from war who serve, I, like I said, my, I had two grandfathers that served. They didn't, they didn't have that luxury, you know, so, but they was able, the white people was able to support their family and, and give generational wealth to their family and you know something that it's it's uh some, some substance where you know you, you give people money you, you, the, the thing is you give people money it's gonna go it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna be gone Let, let's let's be honest not not for everybody but you know you go we getting, that, getting that's why i said redevelop right. the areas and the communities right right? Yeah. right i think if you invest in the areas, I think that will have more impact mm -hmm. uh, than someone getting a check. Right. Because this is my whole thing. Would I like to get some sort of payment? Sure. But I would much rather see my communities have resources. And I'd rather see them have a whole foods and the stuff that they have in the area that I live in. Now. Mm -hmm. The same thing for you, Jules. Like, you're on the outskirts of the city. You have access to things that the area where you grew up didn't have. And they still don't have. And that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Recently, I'm driving through, I was driving through Eaglewood and I saw an older lady, reminded me of my grandma, man, for a second. I just kind of, I looked at her and I just kind of like smiled at the lady. The lady had a little buggy and she was pushing it. I'm like, I don't know how far she going to go, but you knew she was going to the store. And my thing is, she should have access to a store that she ain't got to do all that to get to. Those are part of the problems. Yeah. It's food deserts in these neighborhoods. Nobody's talking about it. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to understand. 
So then you get people on the outside looking in when we start talking about reparations, and uh, immediately they just think, oh, they just want a handout. No, it's not a handout, motherfucker. <laughs> right, nah. No, it was it was was old. It's old, yeah. It's old. That that invoice been passed, dude. This government has been in collections with the black community for fucking centuries, and I don't know when they gonna pay up. It's original debt due to the original sin, and mm -hmm. this is the problem, Jules. And this is why they don't want critical race theory in the schools. This is why they're allowing kids to say. Oh, I don't feel comfortable with being taught certain type of curriculum. Mm. It's a reason why. You shielding the world from things because it makes you uncomfortable. You know what makes me uncomfortable? Seeing my community fucked up. You know what makes me feel uncomfortable, Jules? Seeing my community in the state that we're in right now. Mm -hmm. So fuck everybody else's discomfort. Because right now, I'm looking around and I don't recognize what I'm seeing. Yeah. And it's sad. It is sad. Yeah. Jules, gonna hit with that curtain call, bro. Friends, this curtain call goes out to Mothers Against Sisters Killers. Mads, Mothers and Men Against Sisters Killers was established in 2015 as a way to put eyes on the street, interrupt violence, and crime, and teach children to grow up as friends rather than enemies. Mads' primary mission is to build stronger community through a focus on violence prevention, food insecurity, and housing. Additionally, MAS partners to ensure that community members have access to necessary city services, opportunities for education and professional skill growth and economic development. MAS, President I Pull It Back the Curtain Podcast family, salute you, and we appreciate all your hard work. Hey, Jules, thanks for that curtain call. Audience, as always, we appreciate your continued support of the platform. Without you, we wouldn't be. We're the Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast. Thanks for listening.